Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. Um, Really excited to just get back on track with my podcast. It's been almost like eight years since I've ever missed a week of podcasts. And we really took a good month or so um, off of doing the podcast mainly just due to growth on the back end um, in terms of team and structure and client base. Uh, We were planning uh, at the end of 2022, we planned for a big growth for the first half of 2023, uh, and that absolutely happened. And so it was a little bit of head down, just really working on flushing out our systems, flushing out the team divisions, flushing out... um, the client onboarding and delivery and things like that. And so my focus in that season uh, was really focused on that. And something that we've been doing inside of my programs, uh, both inside of my sales academy, as well as my mastermind, we've been having a lot of uh, conversations around the things that are shifting and changing in the, in the, in the online marketplace, uh, like the online landscape. So like social media, online, um, We've just been having a lot of conversations about how things have shifted and changed so much. And what does that mean for us, right? As coaches and consultants and CEOs, uh, service providers, like what does that mean for us? Like, how do we continue to not only like sustain our business growth, but continue to scale it in a sustainable way um, when the marketplace has changed so much? And a lot of the people that we've talked to, including our clients, Um, But a lot of people that we talk to in our database, we talk to about 100 to 200 people a day um, inside of our database. And when we're having these conversations, that is one of the biggest, most prominent uh, challenges, maybe, or obstacles that are coming up for the vast majority of people, even uh, all the way into seven and multiple seven figures, is like, wow, things have changed. The things that I used to do that worked so good, they're just falling flat today. Like, they're not working. What does this mean for us? And I don't think enough people are having this kind of conversation. We have these almost every single week in my programs. Um, My clients are very well aware of the market shifts, um, of the economic downturn, of the, um, you know, the online landscape changes and how that impacts them, good and bad, and how that, what that means for them and what that looks like for them, right? So I think it's really important that we're not just teaching strategies all the time and like how to do all these like all these different strategies but we're we're teaching our clients to be able to operate inside of economic downturns inside of recessions inside of uh different um 
you know, market shifts and landscape contraction. And I think that that's super important. Uh, I don't know nearly enough people that have this type of conversation. I'm not kidding when I say we probably talk about this every single week to our clients. Um, because unless you have, you know, worked for a period of time inside of, you know, economic contractions and economic downturns, most people don't know how to pivot. They don't know how to sustain and continue to grow and scale their businesses inside of things like this. Um, you know, and that's another reason I spent so much head down time in my business working so closely with my team, because my team also has never run a business or served clients inside of an economic downturn or contraction. Um, so they don't, they would not know how to pivot or how to adjust, uh, or how to adapt during this time. And so as the CEO, that's my responsibility to teach them and guide them and show them. And I think this is really important for me to do with my clients as well, so that they can not only scale, but sustain their business growth. And so, um, I kind of wanted to bring a little bit of that conversation to you guys, um, because I think that obviously the entire globe, the whole world is going through this kind of moment together, right? We're all experiencing um, some impact, period. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you make. Like everyone is experiencing some level of an impact with the economic changes, right? We have economic contraction that is happening entirely across the globe right now. It isn't just happening to some people. It's not just happening in some areas. It is global. It is happening to everybody right now. And so everyone has some level of impact. That impact looks different, right? If you are an established business, um, if you have an established business and you have uh, good profit margins and you have a nice lean business model, very lean business model, and you have lower overhead expenses and, and there's good, again, good profit margins and you have recurrent revenue and you also have a good cash flow, you're probably not experiencing quite as a bad, like a negative impact from this as much as those who have very little to no profit margins or they're just very, very unstable profit margins. They have extreme overhead expenses. They have um, one or the other, either they have cash flow dips where it's like a good month and a not a good month and a good month and a not, uh, and, and or they have, um, you know, up and down revenue, right? Or they just have one or the other. So maybe one of those is stable, but it's only one of them and not both. Um, then you're experiencing a little bit more of, you know, a, a downturn, uh, a little more obstacle, a little more challenge when it comes to grow, continuing to grow your business in a sustainable way online. Uh, equally, if you're someone who's more established and you have your brand dialed in and your messaging dialed in and your ideal champion client dialed in and you know how to effectively communicate to your audience the solution you provide and you have really good working strategies and systems in place and you've really done that legwork, um, you're in a, you have a little advantage and you're in a better position, but you're still experiencing some of this, right? If, and, and, and obviously the opposite of that is, you know, you are not quite established yet. Like you don't have clarity and you don't have offers and messaging and your audience and your reputation and your brand dialed in. You are definitely experiencing the wrath of that. You are definitely seeing it is it feels harder and way more challenging to get to you know increase your sales to get more paying clients to get people through the doors 
uh, to really grow your sales. Uh, you are absolutely, if you're in, the, in that bucket, you are definitely negatively feeling the impact of the market contraction, okay? Um, and so um, what I really wanna say before we dive in here is regardless of where you're at in what I just talked about is a little less irrelevant. What's more important to understand is that there's not less opportunity for anybody. And I think that this is something that we really, really have to understand. Um, having a market contraction or an economic downturn, you know, where we have inflation, layoffs, we have, you know, there's no printed government checks, you know, there's no government money being printed and sent to everybody right now. So there's no like, here's a bunch of, of money. We're not in lockdown where we're sitting at our house and we're not spending money. Everyone is spending money. Um, inflation is through the roof and it's continuing to rise for everyone globally. There is no one that has not had an increase in bills, gas, groceries, just basic day-to-day -day living stuff. Uh, even in the online space uh, for subscriptions, those are all going up, right? Like we have cartridge going up by $30 next month. Um, inflation is worldwide right now and it's continuing to rise. So everybody is experiencing that. Like groceries are doubled to triple for everybody around the world. Like there's nothing that has not risen. Um, and so with all of that, people who are in the bucket of like, I don't have things dialed in, so I definitely negatively feel this impact. If you're in that bucket, th this feels very heavy for you. This feels super challenging. And you're probably thinking like, oh my God, nobody has any money. Everyone is broke. Nobody's spending money right now. Nobody's investing. So nobody's going to pay me this kind of money. I have to lower my prices because we're in this market contraction. If you're in the other bucket where you're more established and you're well put together, you're experiencing that some of the strategies that you have used to get to this point are not really working that well. I have so many uh, seven and multiple seven figure coaches who are coming to me and they're like, what the heck is going on? What is going on? Like I, I, I am so launch heavy right now. I cannot believe how on I have to be. I have to be on and in it and plugged in constantly. I have uh, seven and multiple seven figure coaches and, and even multiple six figure coaches who are coming to me right now. And they're like, I don't get it. We are launching our asses off and we're not seeing the, the ROI or the results that we always previously did. I don't know how much harder I can work right now. So even people at that seven and multiple seven figure are realizing this in globally, worldwide, online. Um, also, what is being experienced right now is that people are very discerning with who and where and what they spend their money. So even if it, don't, it doesn't matter if you're at seven, eight figures or you're brand new, uh, across the board, people uh, are investing differently. The conversion time is taking longer. Uh, they're being more discerning. They are. They have a lot of options and choices, so they are comparing you. Um, even if you have a well-established brand, they're still looking into other people and other options. Um, and so, what we're noticing is that conversion time is is a little bit longer than a lot longer than it used to be for most people. And we're experiencing this as well. Like everybody's experiencing that. And so, what I want to really say, though, and the caveat to this is that there's still, there's not a shortage of money. There's the, the, the shortage is the people you're trying to sell to. Uh, in this market right now, uh, one of the most important things that everyone, no matter what stage you're at, needs to understand 
is you have to sell solutions to people who have money to invest. And so one of the biggest, biggest shifts that we need to make is coaches, consultants, service providers, and CEOs who are selling online. One of the biggest shifts that we absolutely, 110% hands down have to adapt and pivot and, and adjust is going to be who we are selling solutions to in our messaging and in our copy and in our conversations. Because if you are still in this contracted market, trying to sell solutions, broke people solutions. So you're trying to sell a solution to a broke person. You're never gonna withstand this contraction. You're never gonna get through this economic downturn. You will not make it out alive on the other side because people that don't have money right now are not the people that are going to make these types of investments because with the contraction, in the downturn inflation and layoffs and all the things going on, people who already don't really have any money, they're hoarding that money even more than they were before. They are holding on so tightly to that money than they ever were before because they're already broke to begin with or they're already financially struggling to begin with, right? And so you have to understand the buy-in market. And the buy-in market is the people who were thriving prior to this and are still thriving in it. The people who have establishment, they have uh, credibility, they have conviction, they have the commitment, they're already profitable. They're already making money in their business. They're already investing. They already have team. They're already doing things. Like you have to up-level who you're talking to in this market. Because if you're that person, who's still selling broke people solutions. So super low ticket offers to a super low end quality audience. If you're that person, I don't care who you are, if you're still doing that in this market uh, contraction and this market downturn, I can guarantee if I looked at your P&L, you absolutely have low profit margin because you are pouring money out on adver paid advertising just to try to keep the leads coming in so you can hit the sales goal. In fact, we've talked to multiple, uh, almost eight figure coaches, but multiple high level, level seven figure coaches. And they said that uh, they were saying that uh, they've had their lowest months ever. Like they've had their lowest months ever and their most expenses, <laughs> their, their expenses have been the highest. That's because when we look at their P&L, they're pouring money into paid advertising because how else are you going to get enough leads every single day, every week, every month to sustain these lower end offers? Obviously, you jump, you're dumping thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars every month on Facebook advertising in order for you to even maintain enough leads to generate enough sales at that low end price. And then on the flip side of that, on the delivery side of it, um, the delivery is very short-lived. They're like eight weeks, six weeks, a few months, and then it's over with. And, you're, and there's very little to no retention, ascension. And what happens is your leads are short-lived. The client lifespan is like three months. And so now you're right back at it again. And this is what we're seeing. And the thing is, is there's nothing wrong with that in a thriving market in a thriving market where broke people can spend 997, 597, 497, right? When you're looking at the market that's like not super profitable in the business, in, a, in the previous market, 
they could do, people would eat up and buy courses all day long because, um, you know, they could, right? Now, people that don't have very much money, $500 is a lot of money for those people. $300 is a lot of money for those people. And the lower that you go, the, the less valuable that offer is, the less of an impact that offer is going to have. And I know we have like uh, five people out of millions who will say, <laughs> it's such a small number. I got really, actually, my biggest breakthrough was a $27 thing. Okay. And you're like one out of millions. Like that is not the average. That's not the normal. That is like one out of every million people get some kind of breakthrough and it changed their life from like a $27 low ticket thing. That's not the majority of people. Go talk to people. That is not the majority. And in fact, science tells us and stats tell us that over 85% of people never even go through your course material ever. And so how are they getting results? They're not. They're not getting anything from it. There's no impacts. There's no skin in the game. No one is like losing their sleep over $97. Give me a break. At the end of the day, it's, it's, I don't care. Like I will always stand behind this. Your price definitely represents the value and the impact someone's going to get from your program. And it also speaks to the person, uh, people that are investing in these lower ticket offers are either they're one of two people broke and that's all they can afford. So they're, they're hoppers, right? Like they'll, they'll buy all the $27 things, $97 things, but they don't really do anything. And so they don't get, ever get results. And that's why they're constantly only ever buying these low ticket things because they're never increasing their sales because they're not doing the work, right? So you either fall in that category or you are pretty established and you're doing well and you invest in these lower ticket offers because you're just looking to learn like maybe one thing right? Like I just want to learn ads or I just want to learn how to build a course or I just want to learn how to put a funnel together. You're that person, right? Either way, there's no life changing thing coming out of $97. I don't care. No one's ever going to be able to change my mind on that. I know we have one out of like a million people that will be like, oh, that's not my case. Like, oh my God, my biggest, the people that say their biggest breakthrough came from like a $97, $27 thing are usually the people that that's what they sell. So they're staying behind it because it's what they sell. And so they're like, oh my God, I want everyone to think it's so valuable because that's what I sell is low ticket stuff. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. But what I want you to understand is a lower end offer. Like I'm, I'm a seven figure coach. I don't have, I would never invest at this point in my business. Even when I hit multiple six figures, I stopped investing in low ticket shit. I stopped course hopping, going from course to course to course. I stopped coach hopping from coach to coach to coach. I stopped because I was at a level of my business where I wanted scalable, sustainable scale. I wanted to continue to go all the way with what was working. And I wanted to learn from one coach, not a hundred coaches. Um, I didn't want to learn a thousand different things from a thousand different people. And so what I did is that was when, when I was like newer in my business and, and trying to get started, I would buy low ticket stuff because I would piece my business together. And I would look for little tiny things that maybe would give me some big breakthrough, some magical unicorn win. Um, and I didn't have a lot of money, so it was really all I could do. And so I pieced and pieced and pieced and pieced a bunch of shit together. Um, and that's what I did until I finally got to a place where it was like, okay, what I need is real mentorship. I don't need to learn strategy. I don't need to learn more stuff. Like, I think low ticket stuff is great for learning things. That's the container. The, the, a low end offers, the container is, is, it's learning. You're going to go in and learn something. And you get to a point in your business where it's like, I don't need to learn more shit. 
I need to, to sustain and monetize and maximize what I've already built. I need to take my business to another level and I need to build some skills. I need coaching and I need to build my skills, leadership and sales skills, right? And that's the point I got to. And when I got to that point, which was around like 200, 250,000 a year, when I got to that point, that's when I stopped investing in stuff like that. And I also stopped selling it. And I really moved into a high level, longer term incubated, incubation type mentorship. And that's the stuff that's given me my biggest impact. Like that's where I've got my biggest ROI is being in the room with those other high level people. It's getting that hand, you know, hands-on personalized mentorship. And it was really less about learning more stuff and more about collaborating, co-creating, implementing, streamlining, scaling, simplifying, and really monetizing and maximizing what I had already put together for years. And so I think that you have to understand your market as it relates to what it is you're selling. And those are different. A low To sell a low-end offer, um, you know, you it requires a different level of marketing than um, a high-ticket offer, right? Uh, because a low-end offer requires more sales, which in return requires more leads. And so if, you know, you, you're going to have to throw some money at ads because you're not organically going to bring in enough leads, qualified leads every single day and week to sustain a low-end offer constantly selling in order for you to sustain some level of sales every month. And then on the other side, and so, so again, profit margins are low for companies who do that. The profit margins are just low uh, because they spend so much more than they're actually making uh, on ads to do that. And also most of them don't even have good retention, ascension on the other side of delivery. And so most, the majority of their clients come in, get the thing and get out. And my clients are with me three to five years. Like, so for me, getting one client organically, my profit margins are through the roof. And that's because... I have, I get the client organically and they stay with me three to five years. And that's almost unheard of in this coaching space. So again, I think that you have to look at what it is you're trying to accomplish. And then you need to look at how you're framing up your offers and, and what type of offer are you selling and who you put in that in front of. All of it needs to align and make sense, right? So a couple of the things here that I want you to really take away is number one, in this market, high touch um, high touch is definitely going to be something you want to do more of. I mean, literally, we have Tony Robbins who has a sales team. We have Gary Vee who has a sales team. Even multi seven and eight figure people that are influencers in this industry have got their head out of the sand and they understand they are not the exception to the rule. Everyone needs to be talking to their people. You need to be building trust. You need to build relationships and you need to be willing, you or someone on your team needs to be willing to have a conversation with the people you're asking for money. If you're asking people to pay you money, you better have time to talk to them because in this market, um, especially for high ticket, in this market, no one's throwing you 20K, 10K, 15K, 100K and not speaking to somebody. Um, it's just not gonna happen because there's hundreds and thousands of other people, like AKA your competitors, who absolutely will gladly get into a conversation to talk about it uh, to get your sale. So you're going to either get in, throw your, throw your hat in the ring and you're going to get in there and do, that is one of the pivots, okay, is people are not going to pay high ticket and not get high touch ever. It isn't going to happen in this market. Um, and so what we're seeing is conversion is taking a little bit longer because people are more discerning and they're comparing and they're looking around. They're exploring their options. And not to mention we have 
so many talented, smart, savvy people, also very skeptical, but we have AI, we have all these things where people feel like they can just get what they need for free. They can just AI it or Google it or whatever. And so people are like definitely like exploring their options here. Um, and they're really looking too at like, where do I want to spend my money? Does that make sense for me? Does that seem like a logical investment? Like, is that really what I need right now? Before, and I'm not saying people didn't do that before, but it was less. It was a lot less. Like people would jump all over a sexy course title. If the, cor if the title of the course sounded sexy, they'd buy it. Like no skin off their back. Um, people would invest in high ticket all day, all the time um, with very little discernment. And that's not how it is right now. That is not how it is at all. Right now, especially for high ticket, I mean, I'm not really talking about low ticket because one, I don't sell low ticket. I also don't invest in low ticket. Uh, I don't teach low ticket. I think that um, it's just sort of a different market that's at a different mindset. We bring people into our programs who want to incubate for two to five years. We bring people who want to go all the way. We bring people who want an experience and who want to scale, not just learn more shit. Those are the people we work with. We're very clear on that. So in, in order for that to happen, we have to look at the offers we're selling. Low ticket offers would not serve an audience like that. Low ticket would not attract that kind of audience, that kind of person. And so we don't sell that. So uh, if you're looking at a higher ticket, which you should be in this market, you should be selling higher, not lower, um, because you need to talk to people who have money right now to invest and they'll gladly invest in a solution that they're looking for. Um, and they'll pay thousands and thousands of dollars for that. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people who are struggling with objections or people saying, I don't have money, it's because you're selling something to an audience that doesn't have money. So if you just flip it around and you sell to people who have money, you won't have that problem anymore, right? Like logically to any working brain, that makes sense, right? If you're selling something to people with no money, you're naturally going to get objections. You're going to get less conversions for your time and money. If you just talk to people and sell to people and provide solutions to people who have money to invest, then game changed, right? You, that's it. It's just that simple of a pivot. And so it's not that it's not that people are broke. It's that you're selling to broke people. Just stop doing that. That's the answer. Um, so high touch is going to have to come into play. Also, you know, um, really looking at collaboration. So, uh, you know, just getting yourself in front of audiences uh, organically that ha are full of your people, like your quality buyers. Um, I think that that's really, really important right now, um, you know, especially if you are all organic. So we do everything organically. We always have. Uh, we don't rely on ads because that could go away tomorrow. And then what are you going to do? Uh, we don't rely on that. We don't rely. We have a really awesome Facebook group strategy where we close one sale a day with a really, really effective strategy. But we, that is not like the only way we make sales. And we're not dependent on that. If Facebook groups went away, we'd still be perfectly fine. Our sales would not dip. If Facebook went down and was no longer a thing, our sales would not dip because that is not our only way of making sales. Um, and so that's the other thing too, like just looking at, you know, how are you, if, especially if you're organic, but even if you're not, even if you're paying for advertising, you've got to have an organic, you've got to have an organic strategy. You need a sales database. You need a buyer's list. You need to collaborate. You've got to get yourself in front of other audiences and you need to have some kind of ownership over your database, right? Because we don't own social media. We are renting that space for free. 
uh, and it can go away as fast as you have it. You can wake up right now and it's gone and no explanation and no way to get it back. And so you lose all of that, right? It sucks for people when I see people that are like, yeah, I just run ads like thousands of dollars a month, hundred thousand a month. I just pour ads to a funnel and close sales all the time. And I'm like, and that's their only strategy. And I'm like, oh, that sucks for you because one day that's just not going to be a thing. Um, and one day that could just go away. And what would you do, right? What would you do? So I think no matter what you're doing, you need to have an organic strategy and organic. You have way more control over, even if it is like, Growing your audience is a little slower, but the conversions are higher because Facebook ads deliver you a cold audience. You really don't know what you're getting. Whereas when you are doing organic, uh, you know, nurture and lead gen, you are cherry picking your audience and you're building the relationship from the second you connect and you are in control of moving that conversation through with a system like what we teach in our programs uh, from cold to close and conversion is far faster organically than it is from a cold ad. A cold ad in this market needs a whole lot more nurture, um, a whole lot more nurture, and the conversion time is definitely longer. So, you know, there are pros and cons both to paid ads and organic, um, no matter how you look at it. But I think everyone should have an organic strategy no matter what, because you do not own advertising or social media. And so that is not always just going to be there. And if that's your, your main way and you lose it, then what's your plan, right? What's your plan? Um, collaborations are great because um, it's instant credibility. It's getting you in front of people that you otherwise would have had to pay for, or it just would have taken you a long time uh, to build, you know, the relationship with that audience. But when someone has an audience that trusts them and knows them and likes them, and they put you in front of them, it's this instant credibility. It's this instant authority because they trust that person. So they feel like they can trust you. And it also gets gives you an opportunity to get in front of a lot of, possibly potentially a lot of people um, and, and grow your brand and your audience uh, for free just by a little bit of your time. Um, and uh, you know, that you would have had to pay for or it would have taken months or years to build up that, right, visibility. So. I think collaborations is great. It's just a good thing to do anyway in the online space. Um, it's just a great way to get rec recognition and credibility and authority in the marketplace, okay? Um, so that's really important. Obviously, you know, selling daily is key. Um, I know like people are like, oh my God, I don't want to bother people. Or, oh my God, I sell every day. And I'm like, do you run a business? Do you run a business? Yes or no? It's a very simple question. Do you run a business? If the answer is yes, then fuck yeah, you sell every day. Because ask yourself this question, what business in this world does not sell for days, weeks, or months at a time? Says no business ever. Unless you're running a charity, why would you not sell and make offers and make the ask and let people know that you have solutions every motherfucking day? It doesn't even make sense to me. You're running a business. What do you think it is? What do you think it requires? A business is open for business every single day. And they're gonna use every opportunity to let people know. And if it bothers people in your audience, they're not your people, so who gives a shit? See ya, peace out, right? Like who cares? Goodbye. Um, if anyone gets bothered or triggered by you selling every day, it's because they're not selling every day. There's no business that gets mad. Like, do you get mad when, when um, you know, a Verizon sends you you know, promotions, 
Do you get mad? Are you upset that your grocery stores open every day? Like for what reason? Do you get mad because gas is available every day? Do you get mad because you could go get your hair done every week and they're open for business and they're running a promotion? Do you get pissed? No one gets mad at a business having their doors open. In fact, we expect it. If you want to go shop, that store better be open. If you need groceries, grocery store, you want it open. If you need to get your hair done, you want the salon to be open. No one is pissed off at a business that's open for business every day. You expect it. And the, the problem here is that way too many entrepreneurs do not run their business like businesses. They run their business like a side gig or like a little hobby or side charity. And unless you are doing that, you are selling every day. You are open for business every day. And no, it isn't build it, they will come. You need to let people know. You need to shout it from the rooftops, unapologetically, proudly, and loudly. And you need to let people know, I'm open for business. Here's how we help our clients. This is the solution we have. Because it only requires one person to see it and be like, hey, I'm kind of looking for that or I'm interested. And boom, you just close a high ticket sale. Stop making these assumptions about who wants your business to be open today or who needs your solution. That's not your responsibility or your job. Your job is to sell every motherfucking day. That is your job. And if you're not comfortable doing it, you should get a job and not run a business because a business needs its doors open daily. And you are the CEO. It's your responsibility to sell every day. So I think that we have to understand what we're doing here. And I think that it doesn't mean go around and be a pitchy douche. It means that you're genuinely sharing how you're helping your clients, sharing testimonials, expressing and educating your audience on the solution that you have and sharing your mission and how you want to help people and who it's for and who it's not. And that, you know, share value and with nice call to actions and invitations is what we call them. Like I'm going to share value with you. And then I'm going to show you how we can help you implement that value. It's a disservice to not give you the way to do it. I can't just teach you how to do it or here's what to do and not show you here's how we can help you implement it. Because if you knew how to implement it, you'd already be doing it. So the fact that you're not doing it tells me you don't know how to do it. So we know how. Would you like us to help you? It's very simple. It's very, very linear. Uh, sales is not complicated. You make it complicated. And sales is actually the easiest part of business. Running the business is the hardship. Uh, because you have to wear multiple hats and you have to be a marketer and you have to be a content creator and you have to be a, a coach and you have to be a deliverer and you have to be, you know, P&L and accountant and a bookkeeper. You have to be all these things. Running the business is the hard part. Closing sales is easy, right? I have a solution and who wants the solution? Great. Let's talk about it, right? Like, here's how we can help you. Here's how we can support you. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's very linear. And so... You have to be doing that because with the market being so saturated with so many people and so much content, um, less people are seeing your content. They're seeing it, not only less people, but they're also seeing it less. Um, your content is just not super, super visible in this marketplace. I mean, even Gary Vee has upped his, his content because not because he's a coach, he's a content creator, which is different than a coach, by the way. Um, he has to create a lot of content like that because uh, you know, he's a content creator. But for those of you that are coaches, consultants, CEOs, service providers, um, you don't need to create a lot of content. You just got to get a lot of eyes on it. And so that's different. That means you need to up the quality of your content and you need to talk to people in the market looking for that, uh, that have money to invest. Otherwise it's just going to fall flat. Um, so that, that's the thing. Okay. 
Um, so that, I mean, there's obviously so much more to this conversation, but, um, you know, we're at just about 35 minutes here. So we're going to, we're going to plug it here, but I, I hope that this at least, uh, has opened your eyes that, uh, there are some changes in the online space that is happening globally to everybody. No one's the exception to this. If anyone tells you they're not going through this, or this is not a thing. In fact, if any mentor that you are looking into or even working with mentor, coach, whatever, that is not talking about this, that's a fucking huge red flag, in my opinion. Huge red flag. The fact that their head is in the sand and they're not addressing this and they're not educating you on this and they're not talking about this, um, that's a huge red flag for me. So again, I just think surrounding yourself with educated people that are not just teaching you a bunch of shit show, short-lived strategies and trends and really educating you on how to sustain and scale a very profitable business, that's important learning more strategies that the every strategy works and strategies and trends come and go that's not what you need to be learning you need to build sales skills you need to build effective communication skills and you need to learn how to master the things that you're doing and mastery takes it takes time it takes practice it takes hours it takes time on the field if you're someone who's just invested in these shiny, sexy little short-lived courses because the person selling it is promising you like, ooh, I made millions of dollars with this. Um, you have to understand there's more to it than that. Like what went behind that, right? You must have thrown thousands or hundreds of thousands at ads to get that course to produce sales like that with, because there's no way organically you did that, right? Like you have to use your logical side of your brain and ask yourself, uh, and ask them better questions like, hey, how exactly are you generating sales like that for a low-end offer like this? Like, are you doing this organically? Are you doing this with paid ads? And what does that look like? You need to ask better questions and do your due diligence because, you know, I mean, if you look at things for just face value, that's not really smart. Um, I always tell and teach my clients to be super skeptical and ask a lot of great questions and do your due diligence because someone's selling you some sexy little trend or some sexy little strategy, um, it's, it, you have to really look at how that aligns with what it is you're trying to accomplish. And like, you don't know what it took on the back end to make that happen. This is why over 85% of people that join these courses, they never get results. It's not necessarily that what they're teaching is bad or wrong because everything works. It's that you don't have what that person had to make that work. You don't have that. And you didn't ask what it took and they didn't tell you what it took. Um, this is the market. This is the coaching space right now is leaders and influencers and coaches. They're not teaching you what it takes. They're just teaching you a strategy. Oh my God, come to invest in my sexy little course this week, all about this. And it's like, they're not educating you on what it takes to actually make that work for you. And they're not even telling you, you need to be at a certain place in order for it to work for me. They're not telling you anything. They're just selling you some sexy little shiny trend and you don't know any better and you don't ask questions and you're just like, oh my God, if, if it works for them, it must work for me. That is, that's not true. Over 85% of people are learning things that don't work for them. And it's because you're not, you don't even know what it takes. You don't even know, is this for me or not for me? Am I an ideal client? And most people nowadays, guys, most coaches will sell, they'll take your money. They will take your money. They don't fucking care. They will take your money. They'll sell to everybody. They'll take anyone, anybody's money willing to pay them. Most coaches, not all, but most, they're not going to qualify you. They're just going to sell the shit to anybody willing to buy it. 
um, because they're just going for sales. They're not going for impact. They're not going for testimonials. They're not going for scalability. They're not going for client lifespans. They're not going for that. You have to do your due diligence and look at who you're investing with. And, and, and I'm, t I'm sharing this because this is how high-end people invest. Everything I'm saying to you right now is how your high-end clients are looking at you. It's what they're thinking. Is this, is this a good investment? Does this make sense for where I'm trying to go? For the business model I'm trying to build? For the sustainability, the scale, the profit I'm trying to create? When I, when I make an investment as a seven-figure coach, uh, when I make an investment, those are the things I think about. I don't care if it's a sexy trend. I have no interest in sexy little trends. I don't give a shit. I have been doing the same strategies for like 20 years um, with some pivots and adjustments, but like the same types of organic things. And while everyone else is floundering around having big income dips and their, their strategies aren't working as good as they used to and uh, their advertising costs are through the freaking roof and like they're realizing, oh my God, this is a little bit, uh, I'm steady Betty over here because we're not chasing trends and tactics and new strategy. We are working with how the market is fucking buying. And it's all about human connection and effective communication and very strong sales skills. It's about simplifying your sales process and streamlining so you can consistently scale. And this is a huge, un I think it's just so underrated in this coaching space. Everyone is just teaching a tactic and everyone is just teaching a, a trend. I mean, of all these people, like five minutes within it, five minutes of AI rolling out, you have people that are like, I'm selling a course. It's going to teach you AI. You ain't fucking done AI long enough to even do that. Like it's so ridiculous. And people will buy that shit up and then they'll learn it's just a shit show and they'll lose all the money. And then they're like, oh, now what? And they'll go create something out and they just keep rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, that is fine if that's what you're into. If you're a course hopper and a coach hopper and you like to learn everything from as many people as possible, that's probably your little, that's probably your style. That's your jam. But if you're someone who's really trying to create generational wealth, sustainability, scalability, you're looking to streamline, you're looking to really build profit driving team that contributes to your sales growth. And you're really looking for that uh, sustainability, regardless of market contraction or uh, you know, market downturn or inflation or pandemics or whatever's going on in the world. Um, if you want your business to withstand and not only sustain, but continue to scale through that, you have to think different and you have to invest different and you have to sell differently and you have to communicate differently. And those are these shifts. That is the things that need to pivot right now in this time. If you want to be on the other side of this. Um, I think it's just really, really important to understand all of this. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Uh, if there's obviously so much more to this, but I really hope that I was able to shed a little bit of light, give you some aha, give you some things to think about, give you a little bit of a, a shift perspective here. Um, hopefully you're looking at what you're doing <clears throat> and what you, you could be doing better or, or differently or improving on uh, to, to really take things to another level in your business. I hope this was helpful and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.
Hey, thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable group programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driving sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside. Mm-hmm.